Da-na-na. All right. Da-na-na-na. You opened a box and you found a treasure, and it's the Bearded Fruit podcast. Zelda. It's a good opening as any, I guess. Hi, this is Cody Daigle-Oriens. This is Neil Daigle-Oriens. And welcome to another episode of Bearded Fruit. We're doing choreography this yeah, time. Yeah, no. Um, we actually have done three weeks in a row. Oh my god. I know. I We're know. all We've... so proud of you guys. Wait, what? Nailed... Wait. Oh. <laughs> I love it when Cody does this. Okay. <laughs> I love it when Cody does this because he does like a facial cue as if the audience can see him. He's because very he's I'm, very emotive. I'm an actor. <laughs> Are you though? <laughs> yes. I is trained as an, an actor. actor. It's pronounced. No, as you can hear, we have one of our absolute favorite people in the entire world with us. Santa Claus. Hi, it's me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> right? That's Who what you calling does. a hoe? Um because you're not wrong. No. I mean, that's I, I'm not gonna even feign offense um no we have the wonderful you may remember him from our woke dick episode it's me um david esau hi guys hi our wonderful Hello. friend from portland yes. david seesaw you know people did call me david seesaw when i was younger i'm sorry they called me seesaw man which i was okay with is it because <laughs> you know, it's a cute go, little anecdote people go up and down on you well, this has sides. been fun. This has been a really <laughs> fun time. I'm about ready to leave. Are you Door gonna... slam effect. Walk, 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 walk. Uh, yeah. No, I. So okay. So they, okay. I just wondered, do they think that was an, a, like an insult calling you Seesaw Man? Oh no, 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 it wasn't. Oh, it was okay. just like a nickname. Right. It was a nickname. It was cool. Good. <laughs> yeah, because like so, people used to call me because of, of Daigleorians. Daigle is mine. Is my last name, and so people would be like, "Ooh, Cody Bagel," as if that was. Can injure me somehow. Everyone loves bagels. Our bagels are good. I don't. Bagels, my pet name for yeah, you. Is it? Right, That's and I was, cute. I was always like, I don't, I don't understand why this is a. I mean, you're being a douche right now because you're not saying right. my name properly. But it's the intent. I it's guess. the intent. Right. That you're, they're messing up your name. But right. I was like, I, you got to find something. Yeah. I mean, there, there yeah. are better things to come up with. Yeah. I, think. I call you bagel because I want to spread cream cheese inside of you, and then. This has gone a direction, hasn't it? Yeah. See, this anyway. is the thing. okay. This is the thing that people don't know about I, about Neil. I think that um, this is not unusual in our day to day life. Like Neil, on the podcast, Neil is like, "No, but let me tell you some things about art, and oh, let me discuss some things about uh, critical race oh, theory." Nuance, uh, discourse, discourse. discourse. Nuance. Let's break this down at a granular level. Um, but then, but at home, pretty much like anything, I, I have said that. You can say anything to Neil, and he can turn it into a dick joke of some kind. Hundred um, percent. That was a very sweet nothing I just said, and not a dick joke. But thanks I mean, for I'm, taking it there. But I'm just saying, like you can, you can, you can sexual innuendo. Literally, it's a skill anything. you have. Yeah, anything. It's a muscle that you flex very well. Right. Single cell don't, amoebas. Don't. I got a muscle don't. you can flex. All right. <laughs> don't. <laughs> Neil, single cell amoebas. Um. 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 Single dick amoeba. Oh, 
I'm not sure where you can go with that. Single cell me. Oh my god, did I stump you? Um, I would single cell my body for amoeba. See, I, see, <laughs> they're not all winners. They're, no, but at least you, you're at least you're doing it. That's good. No, it's the effort that's that's what you put me on the spot. No, so David is is visiting us again. Um, we last it was probably about six months ago. We yeah, figured, it was about six months ago uh, that we had you here in uh, our lovely house here in Connecticut, and you came back to see us. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I did. We're so happy about it. Yeah, I'm so to be here. It's great. Yeah, and so we had to have him on the podcast because, um, as I told David, we were before we did this. Um, David's episode, "Woke Dick," um, is the it's the second it's the second most listened to episode. What, what is of the, the podcast? That's something you've told me. <laughs> wow. <laughs> what do you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the first most listened episode of the podcast is just me yelling at racist bears, which and, is which. I feel like Duh. it's almost ninety percent of the podcast. Yeah, I mean, I feel like that we do that. Yeah, it's an important um, service that you've done. If there. not directly, indirectly, we are yelling at racist bears. Yeah, so we're just going to call every episode "woke dick" from now on, just to see if people are like, "Oh, hey, that's that episode." Oh, it's that boy. Um, it's that boy. Uh, oh shit! It could even be as like a second what? podcast, an ancillary podcast. Woke dick, the podcast, the podcast, the series. Uh-huh. Um, but so what we're gonna what we decided to talk about today? Uh, we're gonna start by talking about. Um, about Nazis. Yay! Be- <laughs> it's a good start off. We're going to start with talking about Nazis, and um, so you know, last week's episode we discussed Charlottesville, and we sort of discussed the the serious side of that. And since it was a very heavy, it's been a heavy week. Week, mm-hmm. um, we thought we now that we're going to make light of Charlottesville, but we're going to talk about something that didn't necessarily get a lot of play over the week. Because people were talking about real serious things like white supremacy and Nazis, and how, to, how do we end that, and the importance of doing that. But in all of that, I saw here and there, um, you know, you saw the same pictures from Charlottesville being mm-hmm. shared over and over again, um, like all kind of like the doofy young Republicans picture with the tiki torches. And right. then and then there then there's a pic of that guy, the guy with the Arkansas engineering shirt, uh, that beardy guy with that. Uh, the, he was misidentified as a professor at University of Arkansas, and then they've, they've retracted that. But his picture came up a lot. And his picture is the one that particularly starts, we'll start this episode. Um, because in amidst all this, so here's this guy, he's with a tiki torch, he's at the, the white supremacist rally, he's rallying in favor of white supremacy, and uh, keeping America white, make America white again. And there are guys on the internet and the interwebs in the world talking about how hot he is and they're not just talking about his sweaty hair because no. he's very sweaty as well they no. want they want to bone him they're right. wanting to bone him and talking about how hot he is and and that a nazi um, a nazi they're a saying, neo-nazi right a neo-nazi who's who's marching he was probably one of the a-holes that surrounded those counter-protesters from the school mm-hmm. uh, and threatened them um but he was he was he was hot and um, so I wanted us to start by talking about uh, can I pose a question to the to the panel? Um, can you find Nazis hot? No. <laughs> Next. Thank you for listening. Uh, this has been and the bearded. This, this has been the bearded feet. It's been a really short episode, um, but you know, no. y'all like that. No, yeah. Let's let's talk. Let's talk about finding Nazis hot because in, like com- you, we can connect to this too during the the news reporting that was surrounding. Um, 
around the leader of Chechnya and the concentration camps oh, yeah. in Chechnya yeah. and having guys go, oh yeah, but look, I mean, he's kind of hot though, you know, like, I mean, wouldn't you kind of want to bone him? That. Um, so let's, let's talk about the responsibility that we have as, as um, guys into guys to not like, not, not want to bone Nazis. Right. Go. Do you think we can do that though? Are we capable of not wanting to bone Nazis? I'm, I'm not sure of that. What I'm, what I'm sure that we can do is I'm sure we can keep our thirst to our damn selves. Mm. Like there is, there is, let's say you do find a neo-Nazi hot for some reason. Ain't no reason to put that on Facebook. Ain't no reason to, to try and change the narrative to, oh, hey, this shitty person is doing something shitty and we should maybe do something about it to, oh, what they think though. Like there's no reason, <laughs> there's no, there's no reason that that, that, that needs to be a but story. But show that me what that mouth do <laughs> other than a Sieg Heil. <laughs> like that doesn't need to be part of the conversation. No, it's, we, we didn't ask Chad. Wait, we, <laughs> um, Chad, keep it to yourself. Yeah. Well, I think also like there's definitely I think a gut response whenever you see somebody you're attracted to regardless. Mm-hmm. Like regardless you're just kind of like that person is attractive. Right. But then it's like what you do with that. Exactly. That matters. So then it's like I'm going to print out pictures of him and jerk off and whoops, he has a swastika tattoo on his chest. NBD. <laughs> like you know, maybe that's irresponsible versus right. being like I'm going to be critical of his politics before mm-hmm. I bone him. Um, which I mean, we all should be on on these various apps. We should all be very critical of each other's politics before sucking each other off. I agree. That absolutely, absolutely. That was why I did that. Uh, I did deep thoughts for a while. Deep thoughts. I did deep thoughts. I would T H O T T H O T S. Yeah, yeah, when guys would um, just unlock their pictures without asking me, and they had dicks in their pictures, I would um, respond with uh, a question about their politics right. to, to to make sure that. Or if they would ask me, hey, would you unlock your picks? Mm-hmm. You tell me what you think about institutional racism. You were gatekeeping and, and then, your news. <clears throat> yeah, you tell me that, and then off we go. Yeah. Right. Um, My favorite were the couple of guys who would then respond in a way that you liked, so then you're like, fine, here you are. You've earned this. Enjoy. <laughs> yeah, because if you... No, right. If you think white supremacy is bad, then sure, you can see my dick. That's fine. I mean, pretty low bar, but... that's. <laughs> <laughs> I never said I was discerning. Like, let's, let's, let's keep it real here. Activism has to start somewhere. That's true. Baby steps. Baby steps for everybody. Yes, we're, we're working on micro levels, <laughs> and that involves dick pics. Yeah, I mean, like I was saying, I think my, my biggest issue with it is when you when you decide to be public with you know, with that thirst for whatever reason, it it takes focus away from the real injustice that's being done. Um, like it's taking away from, hey, these white supremacists are white supremacists. They're like empirically shitty and we should probably do something about this to like focusing it about yourself and who you think is attractive. And it's gross. Like, why do you why do you need that story to be about you? Well, and then there's also like more subtle ways in which those exist. So like seeing thirsty pictures on Tumblr of random guys and it's like, oh, he has a Confederate flag tattoo or there's right. a Confederate flag in the background or like there's this video that I've seen pop up multiple times by various blogs where it's like two dudes like doing the do mm. and one of them's just like got both a hat and the Confederate flag tattoo mm. and I'm like, wow, you're really wanting to do it. And like... I know the exact video. I think... <laughs> Well, well, I do know that. Well, okay. So like in this video too, it's, it's a black bottom mm-hmm. and I'm like... Are you okay? Yeah, like first of all, <laughs> was this intentional? Like, like yeah. is this a scene? 
Yeah, yeah. Like, this is a very um, convincingly low-budget scene. Like, wow, you've got that aesthetic down. <laughs> That's the gay episode of Confederate. <laughs> <laughs> that was, yeah, they got to queer it up that's a little bit. The, that's a preview. I mean? That's a sneak it's peek of, this, of the, of just the to, first Just to season. wet your appetites. Right. So, like, it's just like a thing, though, where, like, du- dudes will be, like, reblogging it and completely just being like, oh, this is hot. Look right. at that guy. He's so hot. And it's like, maybe you shouldn't give him that attention. Right, right. I think we have to, like, think past that carnal level of, like, yeah, I'm attracted to some to, to someone. That happens. What do you do with it? Mm-hmm. You I just, you don't share it. Like, you don't. You, so then you what? Don't, like, revel in it what happens if like that's actually what you're attracted like you're attracted to the fact that you shouldn't be like like mm. ooh, i'm into nazis because they want to kill me yeah that's like what do you do what do you do when that's your fetish what do you do when that gets you off you cry seek help <laughs> i mean I, I i think it's just because we're attracted to something doesn't mean that we should be doesn't mean that it's not worth diving deep and figuring out why we're attracted to that. I think that's important too. Like, I feel like we're just not attracted to Nazis in a vacuum. There's probably something behind there. That's probably kind of fucked up that you should maybe like Nazis in a vacuum is really funny to me. (laughs) It's a band name. (laughs) Write that down. (laughs) They'll be on our next episode of bearded fruit. Nazis in a vacuum. It's funny because they wouldn't be able to breathe. That's true because they would be dying. <laughs> so this is an that's an interesting point and an interesting conversation for us to have. Um, focusing in on on preference because mm-hmm. that is something that in the community people say a lot about a variety of different things. Mm-hmm. Um, you hear over and over again. Well, it's just a preference. That's just my preference. That's just what I like. Yeah. Uh, you hear that in you hear that in the context of race. You hear that in the context of um, of masculinity or femininity. Like I. I don't like femme guys that's just that's just what i'm into right that's just my preference and and it, it i i agree it strikes me as completely missing the point that our preferences don't come just like open like the like petals of a flower don't open up and then there are our preferences right. they come from somewhere they they're shaped by our experiences and the things that happen to us and the things that we consume and the messages we receive and you have to be aware of that and critical of the things that you like because things have shaped that exactly and you don't just wake up one day thinking wow i'm really into spanking right you (laughs) i I don't know (laughs) no because i feel like that's a thing where maybe like Mm -hmm. maybe you see a video of it and you're just like that looks intriguing and then you try it and then you're like Oh, this is something that like it's not something that like is, is thrust upon you, right, right, right. Um, or something that just like opens up and you're just one day you're like, I want somebody to place their hand on my ass in a forceful way. Mm-hmm. I don't know if there's a word for that, right? Like nothing comes from nowhere. I mean, there's, yeah. there's there's roots to everything, and I feel like people need to realize that they're. I mean, we're not really all that unique. Like these things, these things that we're into, there are probably other people that are into them, and and other people have probably more vocal reasons for being into them and those reasons might be the same reasons that we have like i feel like you know if enough racists think something and you think the same thing it's probably worth figuring out why i think that same thing because you might be racist you you are you are racist right right spoiler alert (laughs) you are It's weirder with three people. It's weirder with three people that, that yeah, we have that. That's what um, he said. Yeah. Uh, I absolutely called that one. You can't see this, but I was pointing at Neil because I knew he was going to say something. Yeah, it's weirder, but it's better. 
So, okay, so let's talk a bit then about um, the other kinds of weird things that we encounter, things that are just a preference, thing, weird things that guys are into that either you've encountered or that you encounter on a regular basis. Um, so, okay, so I'll share a story. Um, and to Patrick McGrady, if he's listening to this podcast, this is sort of a shout out to you. This is a call out. This is a call out to, to you. <laughs> this is call out culture. You also know what I'm talking about. No, no, no. This is like a shout out to you because you know what I'm talking about. Okay, so um, if you are familiar with the, the website Bear 411, some weird things that happen. Never on heard Bear of it. I know what you're going to talk about. There's some weird things that happen on Bear 411. And, and I, when I lived in Philly, I encountered a gentleman on Bear 411 who had a very unique preference. <laughs> and his preference was um, gu- guillotine play. Oh, boy. He... Well, should, we, should we take a moment, though, and just say that's a fetish? That, that's not really a preference. Yeah, necessary. right. It's fair, a fetish. So fair, his fetish fair. was guillotines. His fetish was sort of fantasizing that... Um, that he was gonna he was gonna be a guillotine master, and you were gonna be in the guillotine, and he was gonna like your head was gonna get cut off, and he was gonna like like fuck nah. your neck hole nah, mean. and stuff like that. So that was his fetish. And so it would, but what's interesting is if when you first encounter him, because I think Patrick had the same experience too when he shared this story with me, was um, how he how he gets into this conversation. He was like, "Hey man, I really like your pics. They're really cool. Uh, you have a really thick neck." Yeah, and I was like, oh, wow. <laughs> I mean, thank you. Thanks. Like, I mean, that's oh, a thing, well, right? Thank you. I guess nobody's ever said that to me before, but <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you. And then it sort of escalates. But that is like, that's the, that to me is like the weirdest, that's the weirdest kind of online conversation fetish I've ever right. encountered. That kind of thing that he was into, the thing he was into was guillotine play. And it's interesting that he was, I don't know, so forthcoming with that. Like, I feel like with the, it's not that you should be ashamed of your kinks, but I feel like there are maybe a couple that you kind of want to lead into a lot more. Maybe meet a guy first. Yeah, yeah. Maybe have like an actual like face-to-face conversation with someone like, hey, BT Dubs, into guillotine play. <laughs> it's, 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 it's just weirdly up front. At least How do you flag is. for guillotine play? Do you just have like a bag of razor blades <laughs> in your back pocket? Mm-hmm. It's, just, it's that? just a knife sticking out of your pocket. Uh, it's a yeah. bloody handkerchief. It's, yeah. Okay. It's very interesting. You you can't miss it. Yeah. Oh, that guy. I know him. I know oh, you. No. That's you guillotine flag, Tony. You'd flag by wearing a neckerchief. Oh, you right. Like you right. Um, okay. Okay. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, Necker chief. Yeah, as they would, as they yeah, might say. That's, that's nobody says that. Scouts. Nope. Nobody says um, that. Nobody. Nobody. That's fine. Um, yeah, I think um, Gengar Otagame, who did, um, he he's really well known for his bara porn, but also did um, my brother's husband, mm-hmm. um, the manga. Um, I went onto his website the other day because I was like, I want to learn more about him and how he like started doing this. And he has this like entire thing where it's like things he's into. And then like if you actually look at his work, it's like, oh, he is into these things. Right, it shows. And it's like amputation. And like it is funny though because he makes sure in parentheses next to it be like fantasy only. Right. That's <laughs> yeah. That's a, that's good. That's it's like that's good. how you cover your trace. Um, but it, that's like one of those things where it's like that's super interesting. And then there's um oh god, what is it called? There's this entire fetish about um involving um somebody being like a giant and you being a regular sized person and them swallowing you. That's a whole thing. 
Mm-hmm. I wow. forget what it's yes. called. I've not heard of that. Too. There's a I've word for it, but I forget what it's called. But like every once in a while on DeviantArt, you'll see it and be like, oh. That's a thing. It's that's a good a reminder. It's a fair reminder. And it's it, it's it's like the, the, the attack on Titan of fetishes. I want you to swallow me whole. But like like actually. Like, 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 like me. Like, like, like you need to be 20 feet tall. Um. So then like, here's a question. Like if it doesn't hurt anybody, is it okay? Right. If it doesn't hurt anybody... Like, other than being, like, weird to us in our current states of mind, right. is it really that big a deal? No, I don't think so. I think if you are, if you are... So then does somebody liking Nazis but not hurting anybody, is that a big deal? Right. I mean, that's... Ooh, that's Devil's advocate. Right. And I feel like there's there's got to be, like, a, a cutoff where no is a good answer for one and yes is a good answer for another. I mean, I... That's something that I wrestle with too. Like I, I certainly don't like to king shame people, but there are some things that are just like, you know, can you not? Like, like can you can you stop? Like even though they're not they're not hurting anybody, they're you know they're doing their thing, you know, to their own drum. But it's just it's just not my thing. And um, I don't know. I feel like it's okay to draw lines at Nazis. Like that's. <laughs> That's fine for me. Like, David Esau, 2017. <laughs> like, well, because I think what you're doing whenever you're like, oh, the Nazi, that Nazi guy, I would totally bang him and he's totally hot, right. is you're humanizing and creating a space of empathy and compassion for that person. Right. It's creating a real human space and it's saying, you know, you can you can want to root, you can want to like literally kill black people and advocate removing them from the country or doing terrible <sighs> things to to people of color. But it's cool because underneath it, you're just a guy that I I would, you know, I'd cuddle up with on right. the couch and we'd watch a show and then we'd bang. Like that's that's where the line is. Guillotine guy, it just makes me feel weird. Right. But he's not he's not marginalizing actually, other people. Right. He's not actually guillotine guillotining anybody. Um, right. Probably. Were, weren't we just last week talking about how it's important to humanize Nazis because we recognize that they are just like us in terms of we are all capable of being evil. It's important to recognize that Nazis aren't super monster villains. It's important to recognize that that what a Nazi is is a person who could also be your teacher or right. your loan officer or your or a cop right. or your fetish. But it is. But I think it's a different level of humanization to say that it is the cop that I would make out with. Exactly. It is the cop that I would go on a date with and have sex with. That's that's a different level yeah. of humanization. Like a cop that's just a person who just happens to leave something that's kind of weird. Like yeah. that that level of humanization is just. Inappropriate. It's Nazis just... are human, but they don't deserve the dick. They don't. Nazis don't deserve the D. Agreed. Agreed. Done. Put that on a t-shirt. Put that in MoMA. That's <laughs> <laughs> that's the, that's a good. So um, so other things that people are are weird about um, that are kind of taboo, um, and I think it falls along the line of this conversation. Um, weird race play. Um, and I've seen it on both sides. Yeah. Like I, I've seen, I've seen like the real gross, like super problematic master slave situation. Mm-hmm. But then like I've seen the other way around where like I've seen profiles where white guys say like I'm looking to serve the superior black race, um, and like. I have a screenshot from someone from Growler who who literally is like, "Hey, I'm just a you know just a white slave bottom looking to serve a." You know, he uses other words, but like a bold, bright, compassionate, <laughs> a beautiful brown, <laughs> a big, beautiful character. <laughs> See, uh, you know, BBC. BBC. Yeah, duh. I mean, you know, the See, British Broadcasting Company. 
you know, my my thing with that, and going back to what we were last talking about, is I I just can't trust I can't trust white people with those with those terms with that fantasy. Um, I just don't because I feel like I feel like the people that are going to be like, oh hey, I want to have sex with you, and I want to call you the n word because it's just it's something I'm in, into. I feel like that carries over to things that aren't sex. And I'm very, very uncomfortable with that. And I'm very, I'm very interested in the, in the black people or people of color that are comfortable with their white partners using these terms. Because like, aren't you afraid of them actually being racist? Like, aren't you afraid of them getting off on pretending that yet you are a subject to them? Like, I that I don't understand. And th- where's the line between their fantasy and their reality? Exactly. And I'm uncomfortable with being anyone, being with anyone, you know, who. Who would even like pre- pretend to do to do things like that? Like I, I don't get it. It's not. That's not fun. That's not fun for me. Has anyone ever given you an answer that you understand, or to that question of how do you trust? How do you trust someone to do that? Have you ever gotten an answer from someone that makes any sense to you? Um, no, I don't. I typically don't talk to those folks. Mm. So it's not. It's it's not a question that I've posed to people who are actually like, you know knee deep into that into that play so i mean if any of our listeners are shoot me shoot me an email let me know but like david esau at gmail.com <laughs> backslash forward slash i am not gonna let you know how to spell my last name because i don't want to hear from y'all um yeah and i there's also like the, there there are other things that um like uh, might be okay in certain contexts, but then once you go that far, mm-hmm. like I had a guy being like, um, "Ooh, yeah, you you want to be daddy's boy?" And I was like, "Yes, sir. Yes, I do." Mm-hmm. He's like, "Ooh, yeah, my nine year old son." And I'm like, mm. "Ooh, hey, I just got really busy all of a sudden." <laughs> wow, I am very tall and very hairy for a nine year old. If that's right. and also like why like what. Right. Like like may, that that's when like you were saying earlier like dig deep inside of yourself and think why am I interested in this fantasy? Exactly. That is not just a surface level thing. There there's something deeper and there could be something deeper that's very alarming that you should probably get to the bottom of. Yeah, and and it's like on one hand I'm like thank you for engaging with this with consenting adults. Right. <laughs> like right. on one hand I'm like there but I'm also like not not this consenting adult. This this adult is no longer consenting. Exactly. Um right. And then also just like in general, the whole like um, the, the, there are definitely like lines in even in like um, hardcore BDSM mm-hmm. where it's like dudes will consent to being cut up and consent to these things. Oh, my God. No, no, no. let's talk about this. Oh, oh, this is relevant too. have you guys ever seen um, like uh, quote unquote bug chasing fetishes where, yes. where like yes, a I guy have. will actually be like yes, he'll be being railed and being like yeah give me that pause load and i don't know how i feel about that no i uh, don't know how i feel about that because on one hand like yay lack of stigma for hiv but on right, the other right, hand right. whoa that killed people back in the day exactly. and still kills people whoa it for me it's it's just it's just a weird objectification of people that i'm just not i'm not here for I mean, it's it's. I see it the same way as, as like weird race play stuff. Like, you know, fuck me with your black dick. Like, I I feel the same way about it. Like, I feel like I'm not a person. I feel like I'm not David. I'm. I feel like I am the. 
I am I'm a black stud, and that is something I'm very very uncomfortable with. And so then, like what you're saying is you're you're equating that and saying like somebody who is HIV positive is seen in a similar way. Yeah, like, I, where it's like you're only valuable to me because you are HIV positive. Right, exactly. You're, you're reduced to that thing. I mean, I feel that way because I get I get I get called daddy all the time. Literally all the time. And he hates it. No, so I don't no, that's much. the thing. I don't hate it. But there's a very fine line between between feeling like it's something that's kind of fun and a little sexy, and then also then something that's reductive. Exactly. That it's really just simply a thing that, that is happening because that person needs doesn't want to see me as a person. They're right. they they just want to engage sexually with some idea or something. And that is it's gross. I don't want right. to be seen as one component of myself. Exactly. I want to be seen as a full person. Exactly. exactly. You see me as a full person, and you're like, hey, you mind if I call you daddy? It's like, go, you go right the fuck ahead. Yeah. Because yeah. I'm Live really into that. Live that truth. But Oh, you are? Uh, yes. He- hello. Yeah. Oh. And I mean, to be honest, like, there are certainly some times where I, you know, take off those woke goggles and I was like, you know what? Okay, whatever. Like, if this, you know, whatever, do your thing. There are goggles? Because... <laughs> Y'all got goggles? Where they? Where's the woke gift shop? Oh, man. That's amazing. $19.99 plus shipping and handling? It's just because I get tired of that that conversation. And I get tired of, like, telling people, like, listen, like, this this is weird. Can we we not do this? Can can we just engage as if I'm just a regular person? Uh, Because sometimes I just get tired of that. And I just kind of let that fantasy go. But it's... It's something that makes me feel less than human, and I am tired of feeling like that. There's so many other things that make me feel like I'm less than, and like, why would I let? I don't want to let a sexual encounter do that to me. I want it. To, I want it to be fun. I want it to be something that I'm really enjoying. Word. You heard it here first, folks. David wants to enjoy sex. Turns out. Well, that's Watch a list. shocking thing to say <laughs> on this podcast. Controversy. Well, Come at me. What's that? You don't like being objectified? You can leave. The door is right there. This is just this is strange. This is strange. You're a weirdo. Yeah. Let's yeah. Stranger things <laughs> this fall on Netflix. So in conclusion, as we wrap up this mm. um this episode, so we're we want to re reassert if you're finding Nazis hot. You're an asshole. Don't do it. Nazis don't deserve the D. They don't. They don't. Anything else that we learned? Well, it's just I think I think sometimes you can't help but think a person is attractive, but just don't do anything with that. Yeah, I mean, as much as I would, if you do something with that, then you're an asshole. Right. As much as I would like to say that you should not be attracted to X, you know, sometimes a hot guy is a hot guy. Like I, I get that. I get that. But what Neil was saying is, what are you doing with that? Are you are you digging deep? Are you figuring out? Hey, this is weird. Maybe I should just maybe I should just like scroll away. Maybe I should just you know back up. Or are you like maybe I should swipe left? Yeah. <laughs> or are you like yeah? Let's ride this wave. Yeah. Like oh Nazism, awesome. Like it's how you react to to that. Um, that's that's what I care about. Mm-hmm. Don't engage. And it's important to remember that you're. The stuff you're into, you have a responsibility to understand why you're into the stuff you're into. Right. And that the being, being into stuff isn't just an excuse to do whatever the fuck you want in exactly, the world. Exactly. Being into stuff is a, means a responsibility for you to investigate those things, understand their context, what those things do to other people. Exactly. Especially if those things have, especially if it's like 
race related or like things that are things that people commonly use to put people down and make people feel other than human. Like if you're into like things like that, it, it, it's not a vacuumist thing. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the stage. Vacuumist thing. <laughs> Hi, I'm vacuumist thing. I'm 13 years old and I am from Hoover, Indiana. I'm 27 years young. I love to have a good time and I'm an entrepreneur. And my and my aesthetic sucks. <laughs> but it'll blow you away. Okay, here we go. Here it is. As always, we are incredibly happy that you are listening to our podcast and we want to thank our incredibly lovely friend David Esau. For joining us again, um, we we have got our technological shit together. So hopefully, you'll be hearing more from David if he wants. Yes, to. yes. I bought yeah. a microphone. <laughs> I have one microphone. Yeah. One microphone. We are gonna we're gonna do the tech test uh, and like show you how. But we're gonna hear more from David because his voice Sorry. is wonderful and he is a wonderful human. And we're so happy that he's our friend. You guys are so we sweet. love him. He's so, so sweet. smart. And maybe next time we won't have to talk about black stuff. Maybe, maybe. Wait, you're Wait. black? <laughs> <laughs> I guess people might not know that. <laughs> Spoiler Cat's alert. out the bag. Um, <laughs> the black cat. Okay, can um, we end this? And that, can we be tough? <laughs> can we, yeah. yeah, we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye. been listening to bearded fruit politics and culture through an intersectional queer lens now if you enjoyed this week's episode head over to our website beardedfruit.com to get more info about this week's show and to check out some of our other web features like our weekly ask a dad advice column or our fruit stands section which gives you ways to bring the bearded fruit conversation into your community you can also connect with us on Facebook at Bearded Fruit and on Twitter at Bearded Fruit Pod. And if you have some feedback on this week's episode or questions to ask us or just want to share an idea for an upcoming episode, give us a call at 860-785-0633. And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or find us on SoundCloud. And as always, thanks for listening. <laughs>